0: Sage is fighting the fight. He has fought cities. He has fought counties. Politicians. Naysayers. Hell, he's even fought mayors. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide. And all other things considered homeless? Yes. Broadcasting live from your Alexa device, the Radio Free Network app, iOS. WMVU.org, Many Voices United, and the RadioFreenetwork.com. And now, from some wooded area in Akron, Ohio, here is Sage of the Rage Lewis. All right, I've been back to work now, what, four days? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, just starting Thursday. I'm exhausted. I'm, exa- I'm ready for another vacation. I can't. Oh, my lord. How do you guys do this? All these days working together. Ah, I was enjoying my time. I was enjoying my time. Chillaxing with my family. Getting ready for Christmas. Having Christmas. Getting ready for New Year's. I went out on New Year's. Went to a, another, a, 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 a friend of ours. Their house. I had a lovely time. My brain was so Relaxed. Now I've been back to work three days, going on my fourth day. My mind's all cluttered. I can't think straight. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. What? What is this? this thing called life? What is this thing? <laughs> Do you ever wonder, I mean, like really, really wonder what's going on here? Okay. All right. So let me give you an idea. I... Christmas Eve changed me. I don't know if I talked about this last week. I don't know. I don't listen to these shows. <laughs> I don't know why you guys do. <laughs> I imagine I did. The Christmas Eve changed me. And it was all because of you guys. You came out in overwhelming numbers on christmas eve night to bring me money to bring me tents to bring me sleeping bags and i walked out of that experience feeling so transformed and i'm still transformed i'm not i'm not Saying I'm not. I'm not saying I went back or anything, but I just felt so blissful, so happy, so thankful for you. And I do believe that that's still in there. But like now I'm back to work. Bliss is gone, the love is gone. It's just, you know, checking emails. Writing emails. I don't know. The grind, man, is got to be 95% of it. Just rats in a cage, ants in an anthill, just moving stuff from here to there, here to there, here to there. That thing needs to be moved from there to there. Okay, got it. I'm on it. I'll move it. I'll move it. Got it. Just, that's it. How often are we thinking these big thoughts? I heard, I'm reading this book. uh, It's uh, on joy. It's the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu talking about joy. Dalai Lama, according to this book, Gets up at 3 a.m. every morning to meditate for five hours, I think he said. Five hours? Could be. Desmond Tutu, Desmond Tutu I think is now dead. Desmond Tutu said, that's too much. I get up at four and pray for four hours. (laughs) I'm like, are you kidding me? You're telling me you got enough time in your life to be meditating or praying for four or five hours every day? Is it every day? What's the schedule? Do they take off a day? Do they sleep in till six on like Monday or something? That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I mean, the dog. What about the dogs? Do they have any dogs? Dogs need let out. The dogs need fed. At the very least, you got to take a break to let out the dogs. (laughs) There's a dog wandering around right now looking at me like he's bored. He's going to go bark at something because he's got nothing else to do. They don't have dogs. They don't got kids. They don't have spouses. Do they cook their own food? Not likely. What do they do? Show up for some meetings every once in a while. Roll in. Say something wise and roll out. Take a nap. Because they're 80 years old. If you're getting up at 3 a.m. Probably can't sleep anyways. 80 years old. Getting up at 3 a.m., Meditating for five hours. You're having a nap. I guarantee it. Emery, what is up, Emery? It is good to see you. It is good to see you. I, uh... Yeah, man. I I can't be... I can't be meditating for four or five hours a day. I got bills to pay. We all got bills to pay. And so as soon as you get back into the bills to the pay... Uh, routine all the spirituality just flies out the window because you got like actual crap to do you got to go to work you got to make food you're supposed to be exercising eating right all the things we're supposed to be doing So yeah, your mind instantly goes back to just the humdrum, daily, day in, day out kind of life. Now I'm exhausted. <laughs> I've done it now for three days. Woo! Woo! Uh, Emery says, I don't have the level of patience or attention or span that meditation requires. Thank you for saying that, Emery thank you for saying that I can't meditate for 10 minutes much less five hours you see these guys let's see wingsuit people okay here uh here I'm gonna show you this I'm gonna show you this here, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn off the sound so we don't get Whatever. Look at this guy. Brendan Weinstein. Do you see how close this guy is to the frickin' earth? That's the whole point. He could be way up higher, chillin', but no. Look, he's gonna go right through that frickin' hole. Look at that. You See that? Bam. Went right through the hole. He did it, and they got all those cameras. There you go. Most of it's not chill like that. See, they want to drop in. They want to get as close to the ground as they want. Here, they're getting as close, not super close, pretty close to that. Look at that, getting close to that mountain. They want to get as close to the rocks as they possibly can. You know why? Because you can't think of anything else when you're doing this crap. When you're this close to a rock with nothing other than, like, a frickin' cape on. You literally have a cape tied to your feet and your hands. That's all that is. And you're trying to get as close to a rock as you possibly can. You're not thinking anything other than this. And this is meditation, if you ask me. Same with the guys. Uh, hold on. Let me show you the free climbers. You know these guys. Free climbers. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, here's. uh, Let's see. We can. Oh, I mean, here. Look at that. Here. Let's watch just this. Let's watch this. Here's a guy that's apparently going to climb a crane in Dubai. All right. Grab some merch before this guy dies. All right, look, this guy, I'll just speed ahead. He walks these, you've seen these guys. Emery says, I always felt like a failure because I was bad at that. Someone told me that quieting my brain is what is important, so I found other ways. Yeah, so apparently when you do this kind of stuff... You can't be thinking about, oh, a few minutes later. Nope, 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 nope. If that guy is going to die, oh, no, he's talking to the crane operator. That guy climbed up, he's talking to a crane operator. Okay. I mean, they do show people dying on YouTube. I don't need all that right now. I don't need all that. Yeah. So here it is, Emery, exactly what you're saying, that somebody told you that you need to quiet your brain. And so now your brain's all jumbled up with forcing yourself to have a quiet brain. You know what I'm saying? It's just one more thing to add to the list of things we have to do. Now I have to quiet my brain. Brain, quiet, brain, 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 brain. be quiet. (laughs) And then your brain gets all loud because... It can't be quiet. It's trying to shut itself up. It's a vicious loop. A vicious loop. What other ways are you using, Emery, to quiet your brain? Now, Dalai Lama, I also read, said he's not good at that just sitting meditating. He says he likes to do active meditating. Like, I don't know. He didn't give me an example. I don't think he said an example, but things like coloring. You know what I'm saying? Like coloring could be a form of active meditation. Like these wingsuit guys, active meditation. Free climbing, climbing up a mountain without ropes, active meditation. Wherever your mind can be, stay. try to get it undistracted. There's also just the meditation where you just let your mind be your mind, which is nice. You're just like, all right, brain, go have fun. I'm just going to sit over here and watch you do what you do. Oh, bread dough. Works wonders. I color, I run, but not when it's butt-ass cold. <laughs> yeah. 16 degrees out there, ladies and gentlemen. People are living unsheltered in Northeast Ohio. 16 degrees. Just want to let you know. In case you think that's wrong. Um, it's even colder in Canada. I mean, I forget. There's huge, huge, we're in a winter polar vortex or something, right? Uh, bread dough works. That's interesting. And you color. I have a lot of, uh, Emery says, I also embrace the concept of when you do the dishes, do the dishes. Ah, now that's smart. Also a very Buddhist mentality, that when you eat, eat. When you do the dishes, do the dishes. So that's really... I mean, that's these are wonderful forms of meditation, Emery. These are wonderful. I think that, like, you... if If you even are aware of that idea, that's good, I guess. But then... Okay, I'm not a meditator. I'm not. I think I should be, but I'm not. I don't meditate. But I'm, you know, I think about it. Like, maybe I should meditate. But why? What is it going to do for me? If I meditate, is it going to calm my brain? Am I going to feel more relaxed? Is that what it's going to do for me? Because that would be good. guess. Is it going to calm my mind more than taking a nap? Because now I've been to work for three days. I'm very sleepy. I'm thinking about a nap. <laughs> it's now 9 a.m. on Thursday, January 6th. I'm sleepy. Whew, three full days of work. Um, What I really want is to, like, okay. Do you know how when you go on vacation, I'm assuming this happens to you, I don't know, maybe it doesn't happen to you, but when I go on vacation, let me start that way, when I go on vacation, after a few days, it takes days, I settle down, I'm relaxed, my brain is open. Uh, people are like, Hey, do you want to go get tacos? And I'm like, yeah, man, I want to get tacos. You know, maybe I need to do more marijuana. I can't do marijuana though. I'm getting back into the gun business. (laughs) I'd rather sell guns than do marijuana. All right. I need to write that down. If I don't come back to it, if you, if you think of it, uh, why I'm getting into the gun business. Um, I want that feeling I had like just three days ago. Where I was like so relaxed, so calm, so spiritually minded. How does it go? F- How do I lose it so fast? How do I lose that? Thinking, that form of thinking, so quickly. Because now I'm back in. I'm just back in the rut. I'm back in the grind. I'm like, what do I need to do today? Well, I need to do this, this, and this. I got this meeting. I got to do that. I got to do blah 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 blah. And now, all my big thoughts, all my bliss, all my spiritualness is just gone. It's just gone. I need to figure out how to maintain that while I live my life. Basically, I want to feel high all the time without drugs. I want to feel chill all the time. Maybe meditation. I got to try something because I know this. I'm now 50 years old. I'm over 50 years old. And I know for one thing. I've seen it happen over and over and over again. I go on vacation. I get relaxed. I get joyful. And then within a day or two, I'm back. I lose all that. It goes right out the door. Right out the door. I forget all that stuff. Emory says, we sell Delta 8 at the store. Legal. No medical card needed. 70, 80% effective as D9. Okay. Delta 8 versus Delta 9. I'm going to look this up. Okay, Delta-8 versus Delta-9. I think, okay, so this is interesting, right? Delta-8, the 10 difference between Delta-8 versus Delta-9. Okay. Ever since marijuana became illegal in some American states, the demand for THC has grown tremendously. THC is the main active ingredient. Cannabis plant is known for its various recreational medicinal, medical uses, but do you know there's different types? Uh, not that that helps you too much. Well, I don't know. It could help me. Um, it is known for giving people the kind of high D9. THC is the most popular and most acquainted with is the Delta 9 THC. It's known for giving people the kind of high that causes psychoactive effects, such as intensified visually, visual and auditory sensations. I don't really need all that. Then there's Delta-8, which some people are calling Diet Delta-9 or Delta-9 Light, It is a relatively new type of THC and has caused quite the stir in both the government and regular THC users. Plenty of people are wondering what makes Delta-8 so different than Delta-9. Is it worth even worth trying? Delta-8 and 9 have quite a few considerable differences. In this article, we'll discuss 10 most noteworthy differences between the two. Hopefully clear up any confusion. Before we begin our article, you probably want to know where to start your search. There's tons of shady brands out there. You only want to get the best. It's reviewed by our experts. Here's the best ones. So there's a molecular structure difference, okay? De- uh, delta-8, I'd heard of this, is an, is an isomer of delta-9. This means that delta-8 has the same chemical formula as delta-9, but it has a slight difference in molecular structure, okay? Emery's going to sum this up much better than this article. The biggest difference is that delta-8 does not give most people any sort of paranoia. <gasps> get out! That's the number one reason I don't like marijuana. I just get so freaked out on it. It's terrible. Um, it may not sound like much. It has a slight difference in molecular. It may not, but even the slightest change in a compound's molecular structure can lead to unique differences. Isn't that amazing? If you look at the photos, the two carbon atoms may seem identical. So there's a carbon atom. Which one's the carbon atom? I don't know which one a carbon atom is. How am I supposed to know which one a carbon atom is if you're not going to sh- point it out? But look closely and you see that there's differences in the placement of the two carbon atoms double bonds. Okay, all right, let's see if we can find it. Here's a thing over here. And then uh, the thing over here, I guess. Then this is a dotty line. Then everything else looks... Then there's no H. I don't see the H. It looks to me like there's a double bond over here, and the, there, it was over here, I guess. I guess that's <laughs> the only difference. Um, these are the lines you see parallel to the sides of the pentagons. Thank you. If you look at the top two most pentagons, you see that both share one line or one double bond, but it's placed on the opposite side. Yes, I do see that. The two cannabinoids are actually named after their molecular structure. In the carbon atom of the delta-9, the double bond is on the ninth chain of the molecular structure, but in the carbon atom of delta H, the double bond's on the eighth. See the right picture. They're not right and left to me. I don't think. Anyways. The carbon, okay, so there you go. How do the products are produced? Anyways, whatever. Legality, that's what I want to know. A lot of people want to know whether delta H is legal, and some states have banned the use of delta eight, even if there are no laws saying the production of delta H is prohibited. But yes, delta 8 is federally legal, which would then be cool apparently with my gun license because my if I when I get a a a, a gun so I I've, I've just applied for my FFL. It's my federal firearms license so I can sell guns legally. Um you can sell guns legally if you want like but I want to commercially anyways. I'm going to tell you more about that in a minute I think. But they they say in the thing, they're like, you cannot use, they're like, be mindful, even though your state may have legalized marijuana, it is still federally illegal and you cannot use it. I'm like, all right, fine. I, I am straight edge, baby. It's tea and Diet Coke for me. I'm not lying about that. Delta-8 is federally legal. Marijuana is still illegal at the federal level, especially the amounts of THC above 0.3%. That's why most states ban the use of THC-9, in particular because it's a higher potency than Delta-8. Delta-9 is also known to have a high potential for abuse. That's why it's a schedule 1, together with LSD and ecstasy. Oh, yeah, LSD and ecstasy. Those are also good. When it comes to Delta 8, it kind of falls inside a legal gray area thanks to the 2018 Farm Bill. Thank you, 28 Farm Bill. Passed by the federal government, the Farm Bill federally legalized THC in all its forms as long as it's derived from hemp, and only hemp, and contains no more than 0.3% Delta 9. But the DA still listed Delta 8 as a controlled substance back in August 2020. Oh, interesting. That's why some states have banned not only Delta 9, but Delta 8. Important thing to keep in mind the Delta-8 is legal at the federal level as long as it's derived from hemp. It contains no more than 0.3% Delta-9. At the state level, it really depends on the local marijuana laws. It's always best to do your research. Anyways, there you go. So apparently legal-ish. I'm going to go with legal-ish. Emery says, yep, a lot of people grab D-8 if uh, the... If they have a CCW or other reasons they cannot have medical use of marijuana across the street. Yeah. Concealed carry law. You can't, have a, you can't do marijuana either. That's right. You can't do D9. Delta 9. Apparently you can do Delta 8. Yes. Um, so at any rate, but I want to do this naturally. Okay? I can go on vacation and get totally chillaxed. I don't drink on vacation. I just am relaxed. I spend a few days relaxing, and I get relaxed. That's what I want to accomplish in regular day life. That's what I want to accomplish. Because honestly, I don't. It doesn't matter to me that I'm just like an ant in a cage, or a rat in a ant mound. <laughs> doesn't. I don't. Why do I care? Why do I need to be spiritually blissed out all the time? Why do I need to be happy all the time? What a, a kind of greedy, happy monger am I? <laughs> I don't need all that. So, I feel like, but, I would like it. How can I maintain that level of calm that I feel after a few days of vacation, Throughout my whole life. That, I think, is going to be my 2022 uh, research project. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to research how to be calm all the frickin' time. Now, I will say, just refraining from allowing myself to be angry seems to help. (laughs) Um... Get all worked up, you know. Now, if you've been watching any of my posts over here last couple of days, I've been giving uh, the Summit County Continuum of Care Emergency Shelter a little hard time. They have a um, emergency shelter. In fact, hold on. Let me if I can pull up the information here. Here you go. Is this it? Wait. Okay. Emergency. Let's see. Summit. Dang it. Emergency. What is the emergency? Hold on. Summit County Emergency Homeless Shelter. Maybe Google will know what I'm talking about. 211 Akron. Of course it hasn't come up yet. Oh, I know where I can find it. It's on that little piece of paper. Okay. Oh Lord! Now I have to up. I have to. Okay. Feeling emotions is important. If you back them up for too long, you'll forget how. Don't ask me how I know. Oh, interesting. So yeah, right, right, right. Okay. So you're saying that that article's not totally right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's at org. Let's go over there. org. Okay, so here we have... So this article's not... But it's not inaccurate either. Okay. Okay, right on. So here we have the Akron Emergency Overnight Shelter. And I believe it is open right now. It's going to be open uh, 1-5, which was yesterday. And then Thursday and Friday and Sunday and Monday and Tuesday. Okay, so that seems like... Through Tuesday. Okay, which is great. Super great. It's at 111 East Forest Street. Every evening, 15 degrees or below. Okay. Now, here's the thing. First of all, thank you for having an emergency shelter. Okay? Nobody's forcing you to have this in Akron. So... Thank you. Thank you for having an emergency shelter. Thank you. I'll say it again. Thank you for having it. Okay? Thank you. But now I got some questions. I just got a few questions. It says open evenings, 15 degrees Fahrenheit and below, 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 a.m. Okay. How am I supposed to know when it's 15 degrees? Is it when it's 15 degrees whenever it hits 15 degrees once? Is it a 15 degree wind chill? Does it have to be 15 degrees for 10 minutes? Does it have to be 15 degrees for an hour? What if it's like 16 degrees all night, but then for one minute, it's 15 degrees. Do they open the shelter? I got a lot of questions. Okay, because here's the thing. If I'm into this, if I'm curious about this, that means I am homeless. That means I have nowhere to go. This isn't me just having like a vacation. I think I'm going to go over to the emergency overnight shelter and hang with my friends. No, I'm living under bridges, in parking decks, in abandoned houses. And I'm like, you know what would be nice? Some freaking heat. I do not have a phone. I do not have bus money. I am extremely homeless. That's who is coming to this thing. Okay? Extremely homeless people. Not couch surfers. They got a couch. Not people at the shelter. They're in the shelter. These are the homeless The homelessest homeless people out there. Okay. Emery says that's an odd choice of temps, but I may have some answers to this. The shelter I worked at used a similar model. We used real feel lows to decide. We announced it in advance to use word of mouth to get it around. Okay. Word of mouth. Okay. Very good. Very good. Now. How is it? that I did not know it was open last night, okay? Is it because I, ha- I I I bring up these issues and they're afraid of me? I did not know it was open last night. The only reason I even know this exists at all is because my friend Omi, who I think has been banned from chatting... On Facebook, if you're here, Omi, hello. Sorry, that's another problem I have in the world. I'm going to try and not get angry over why people can't just talk on social media about things they want to talk about. Omi has been sending me these updates. None of my friends in the homeless service provider community have sent me this. No one has shared me the link on social media. No one has emailed me this. Omi sent me these. Omi, is just a friend of mine, which is not just. But Omi is not a homeless service provider. Nami Omi is just a person who found the information and sent it to me. Now, I'm not saying... I deserve some fancy-schmancy treatment. But I am saying I shelter people who, and I feed, and I give showers to people who live outdoors. Okay? The Houses Movement has a bathroom that is open 24-7. Now... Many people use that bathroom. But many people are not allowed to stay at my property. Wouldn't it have been nice for me to print this off and put it up in my place last night? Because it was open last night. I'm just saying another problem here could be that the word of mouth is not word of mouthing very well. Okay? Emory says when we were open when we were open it was linked to funding. By the way, the church was trying to knock us out so we could only be open when the temp was less than 22 degrees. I see. Thank you, Emory. Emer. Emory said, You are definitely the person we would have contacted first. Yeah. Now, I'm gonna tell you why they don't contact me. They don't like me. They're bitter when I call them out on this stuff. Because we are not allowed to discuss real issues. If I bring up any issues, I am now in their enemy. I am now their enemy. You either are on board 100% and you only sing praises or you're the enemy. And that's me. I am not invited to any events. If, if, a, if, if CSS is going to be there, I am not invited. I was actually bringing homeless people to CSS and CSS, not to me directly, but through the grapevine said I was not allowed to go into CSS. If I was going to bring homeless people into CSS, I needed to stay in the parking lot. I'm not making it up. I was bringing homeless people into CSS to get into their system so they can help these people, make money off of these people, do the whole thing. And I was told I was no longer allowed to go into CSS. You know what I stopped doing? Going to CSS. (laughs) It was so disheartening. Emery says, I contact plenty of people I don't like. This is where we must go in humanity. Did you read this article at the New York Times about how Democrats need to align with Liz Cheney, the Bushes, and uh, what's that other guy? Kerry? No. Anyways, you know, these three, because we are facing a much larger battle than the debate between health care. And um, welfare and, and 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 tax, you know a, s- a small government or whatever, taxing the rich, blah blah blah. there are now Republicans that are trying to destroy democracy, okay? That's different. They are trying to create a dictatorship that when they don't win, It was a corrupt election, which is exactly what Donald Trump said. Because I didn't win, it was a corrupt election. His first election, he was going to play the same game, but he won, and therefore it was not a corrupt election. See what I'm saying? Isn't that convenient? When Donald Trump loses, it's always a corrupted election. When Donald Trump wins, it was a fair election. Do you see the problem? We must come together when we can come together. And we, no matter how left you are, no matter how communist you are, unless you're like these communists that want a dictatorship, we must stand with the Bushes and with Liz Cheney on this issue. And this other guy, that other guy's name, that other rich guy. Because that's a different issue. Destroying American democracy is not up for debate. We must find common ground. When we can have common ground, we must stand with people we don't agree with on other issues. Okay? We have a very hard time doing that in America. Probably in the world, but I just know America. They do not contact me. They don't tag me. They don't talk to me. Whenever there is an event with any of the official people, I'm not invited. Because I have the audacity to say anything negative about them. So, back to this. Okay. All right. So now let's say we know it now. Now we know we know it's open through Tuesday, I guess. I I'm st- I'm kind of confused about that. What did it, it says it's going to be oh, Tuesday nights. Yeah. Friday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday nights. The hours are 6:30 to 8:30. Very good. They need volunteers. You should definitely volunteer. Okay? So let's say that. Let's say, wouldn't it be nice if this is on Wix? I know this is a Wix site. How hard would it be to go on this website and say, we are open, uh, what was it, Wednesday night? Wednesday, January 6th. i mean, sorry, Wednesday, January 5th. You know, just put that up here as opposed to this bull crap. Open evenings 15 degrees Fahrenheit. Do you know who knows how to do that? Me. Do you know who they could call and say, "Sage, we would like to put up on the front of the page the org site the dates we're going to be open next." Because you see here, not on the homepage, nowhere. Nowhere. Those dates are not here. They just keep saying fifteen degrees. So I guess I gotta go over here. Okay. Uh five-day forecast. I gotta as a as a as a as a homeless person. Okay, see here? Here it goes. As a homeless person with no internet and no phone, I gotta look up the Weather report. Now, as you can see, tonight it only goes down to 17. Apparently it's closed, but it's not. Now, here, Friday it's open. But it should be closed Sunday, Saturday, because that's only balmy 33. Why would anybody need to sleep inside when it's 33? Sunday it should be closed, but it's not. Monday it should be closed what if the temperature changes? How am I supposed to know, based on this website, when this thing is open? By word of mouth? By word of mouth? This is ridiculous. Re-dic- this is on Wix, okay? I know because there's a little W up here. It's Wix. It is meant to be updated. You could write words just like they wrote here, open these next days. But no, they're just like severe weather. So apparently I got to get out my imaginary phone on my imaginary internet and look up the five-day forecast and realize that it's going to not be open tonight. It's going to be open tomorrow. It's not going to be open on Saturday. It's going to not be open on Sunday, but it's going to be open on Monday and Tuesday, but not Wednesday and Thursday, which I think is accurate. That's the only information I got. See, getting angry. That's my first problem. I don't know when the hell this thing is open. If it wasn't for Omi, who incidentally is not allowed to comment on Facebook, the only way she can get me information is through Facebook Messenger. The only friend of mine that had this information is Omi. And Omi can't talk to me on Facebook because she's banned on Facebook. It is closed Saturday, is it? No, it's not, though. Oh, it is closed on Saturday. Oh my God, you're right. How'd you know that, Emery? I guess everybody knows except me. You're right. Here it is. This is what Omi sent me. It's open Thursday, Friday, Sunday. You're right. Okay, it's closed on Saturday. See, I would have shown up on Saturday because I did not, I missed why it would just be closed on Saturday, Sa- why, why they wouldn't have it like on a bunch of days in a row. I literally had the information, I was given this, and I'm an English major who knows how to read. I missed the fact that there was not open on S- Saturday. I listened to what you said. Oh, (laughs) I'm glad you did. See Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay. Thursday, Friday. Let's go back and test it. Okay. Ah, that makes sense. It's too hot on Saturday to have a shelter. Don't be stupid. You'll be fine. But, and I don't know why it's Thursday because that's 17 degrees. I don't understand. They're just being so kind. And Sunday, only 18 degrees. I don't understand. I don't understand why it's open tonight or Sunday. Because now, that must mean it's not 15 degrees, it's 18 degrees. So if it's going to be 18 degrees, they should change their sign to say 18 degrees. Because in a homeless imaginary world where I got Imaginary internet and imaginary phone. I'm looking at my Google five-day forecast. It says 17 tonight. I can't go tonight. It says 18 on Sunday. I can't go on Sunday. So I'm not going to go on Thursday or Sunday. I might try to go on Friday unless I look tomorrow and it changes to 16. Then I can't go on Friday. Oh, they found a, okay, RF, real feel. They're going by real feel. Like us, they take the lowest reef, real feel they find and use it. That's it's confusing, and they should do what do better with the W O M stuff. What is what is W O M? Emery says they probably found. You know, so I find to check. We had to check ten different places and take the lowest. Okay, you had to take the lo- okay. Now again, I get it. Oh, word of mouth. Oh, better with the oh, and should do better with the word of mouth. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah. So here's the thing. if they have to check multiple places, which I'm sure they're trying to do the best they can. Okay, look, and again, now I will, I will gladly say, look, they're trying, they're trying, okay? This is the moment where I give them props. I'm thankful there's an emergency shelter. I'm a frank, a thankful it's open. There's gonna be food and clothing. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. Have you heard of that, that I'm thankful? I'm so thankful. Okay, I'm not lying. I am so thankful. Now, back to the other show. Why can they not put those wo- na- those numbers on this page? Who was the person that created this page? Somebody put these words on this page. Can't they call that person up and say, Hey, Ben, could you put, uh, we're going to be open on Thursday and Friday, but not Saturday and Sunday and Monday and Tuesday? Because you know who can do that? Me. I can do that. They're not talking to me. They're upset at me. Because they don't like me saying this stuff. All right. Have I made it clear enough of that problem? Now, my next problem. All you got to do, people, is get on the number 11 or number 13 bus. That's it. Just get on that and you come on right over and you come and talk to the on site security. It's going to be great. It's a police officer. I know how much you look forward to seeing police officers. There's two problems there. These are super homeless people, severely homeless people, severely homeless. They're not couch surfing, they're not pretending. They're freezing their ass off in dumpsters and in parking garages and in uh, hell holes of abandoned properties. How many of those homeless people do you know got a bus pass? A bus pass. This is like telling let's let's use let's let's say okay let me say i go to a resort all right i go to an all inclusive resort and i get on facebook and i say you know guys you really got to come down here i don't know why you're not down here i come down to this resort 3 times a year really helps relax my chi this is it's great and, you know, because I have I have I got a lot of miles on my uh, airlines flight was free because I travel a lot. You know, it was free. And because I got I got points here at this hotel, this hotel was free because I go to this hotel a lot. That's what this is to a homeless person. All you got to do is get on the number 11 or number 13 bus. Just get on that bus. And they come right on over. If it's 15 degrees, come on over. Just come on over. What you got to do, however, is you got to look at the, you got to find 10 places where we looked at the weather. I'm just using your example, Emery. I'm not trying to, you got to find the 10 places we looked at with the weather and go with the, the lowest one. Whatever one the lowest one is, that's the one we went with. We're open. Use that on your phone and your internet while you're on the bus. Why don't you? Chills. <laughs> Chill. Chil- it's gonna be all right. Next line. All guests will be screened for COVID nineteen prior to entry. Any guest exhibiting systems symptoms will be immediately. Referred to an EMT. Do you know who comes with an EMT? A police officer. It's like a two-for-one deal. Two-for-one deal. Do you know who homeless people never, ever want to see? A police officer. Do you know why? Because they have warrants. You know why they have warrants? Because they don't have a phone and they don't have a bus pass. They don't show up. So their Zoom, incidentally, Court appearances. They can't get on Zoom because they don't have an internet and they don't have a phone. They're living homeless. So they get a warrant. Because they didn't show up to their Zoom. Literally, that's how you go to court now on Zoom. This right here is a nightmare. You're telling me you're gonna I'm gonna walk in. The first thing you're going to do is jam something up my nose. And if that report comes back positive, you're going to recall the EMT on me and I can't go to bed. Fuck that. Fuck that. Oh, wait, what's a receive EOS open alerts? Oh. Oh, oh, here you go. All you have to do. When you're homeless is put in your email address, uh, your cell phone, because both are required, incidentally. You see here, those little asterisks mean both are required. And then you can get updates, 416, 416, dang it, oh, the thing's put in it automatically, 7519. Okay. I don't know. Why can't I put in the dash? Dash. Email me. Yes, of course. Add me to the on-site volunteer roster. Of course. Add me to the food supply donor. No. Oh, apparently this is not for homeless people. The open alerts is for volunteers. Because I'll tell you what. There. Okay, maybe I'm going to get updates. We'll see. All right. Uh, just a little bit of uh quick, um, marketing. I didn't see this. I've been on this page all morning. I didn't see this because it's just black. If that's what you want people to do, you need to make it red or something, some other color. But that's clearly not for homeless people because homeless people don't have emails or cell phones. Now, most of the page, okay, there's a big picture here of nebulous information. Then here's uh, another thing, a big block of nebulous information, and then just hop on the bus, get on the bus. And now we have our guidelines with capital letters and bold, okay? Now, here's the little places. I think this looks adorable, incidentally. I think this is the sweetest little thing. You get a chair, you get like a little bed, This is what I call home. Why don't you give them, why don't they, why don't you put a little, uh, why do they, okay, uh, uh, all right, how about this? Why does the plastic have to be clear? Okay, have you ever heard of tarps? Clear plastic. And why can't they have clear, why can't they have a front? Why can't they have plastic in front? I'll tell you why. Because they don't trust these people. They want to keep their eyes on these no-good homeless people. That's why they want to be able to see you at all times, at all times. Must adhere to the EOS. And may I say I hate, I hate acronyms. Don't call it the EOS, Community Guidelines. Why don't you come up with some other decent name or just call it the Acronym Emergency Overnight Shelter so I don't have to work brain magic and come up and remind myself what EOS is? Here it is anyone in violation will be asked to leave. So there it is. I make one mistake. I got my ass out in the cold, middle of the night. Buses don't even run anymore because they stop running after a certain time. You're just going to throw me out. You're going to throw me out. Here we go. No. No weapons. It's a liability issue. someone ODs and they don't don't notice, they'll be held liable. How about they have Narcan? What does that even mean, held liable? I'm not trying to be mean. I get it. Thank you for putting this up, Emery. I'm really thankful. I am. I'm highly thankful you're here to to give this counterpoint. You're right. And you know when you're never liable? When you throw a person out on the street and they overdose on the sidewalk. Nobody's liable then, and that's why they do it. Now, let me show you something. Let me go over here to the Facebook. I got to wrap up pretty soon. Oh, it's Tara's birthday, Tara Mosley. Okay. Here is a picture of our little community center down in the basement of the houseless movement. Do you know what happens if you overdose? in my basement and somebody saves you, you are thanked for saving the person. The reason people overdose is because, and die, is because everyone is afraid of liability. What about the liability, Sage? What about the liability? What about the liability? What about the moral liability of throwing an overdose patient out on the street and not giving them narcan. What about the more the the, the the liability I have with the universe? Emery says I was investigated by Cleveland police over an OD that happened in a bathroom stall, but basically it's an issue to cover your ass, of course. Of course. I get it. They're all afraid. They're all afraid. I'm afraid that people are freezing on the streets of the richest, most Christian country in the world. That's what I'm afraid of. You want to sue me because someone overdosed in my house? Be my guest. Do it. Just do it. Everyone knows you can come to my house and get Narcan. So Narcan is great, but if they don't see that person it's in distress, they can't help. I, I Exactly. Um, I'm not going to talk about... Uh, all I'm going to say is this. If you need Narcan in my house, you will get Narcan. We will do everything we can to save you. I will not... Use the liability cop-out for the greater liability that I have with the universe. Put me in jail the rest of my life. I don't care. I'm going to do the right thing. All right. uh, I can't believe how fast this went. It's 58 minutes. I got to go. Look, I'm very thankful people are helping. I'm so thankful. This place must be open all the time. There's no reason if you have it open one night, you can't have it open every night. No reason. No reason. A person that is addicted to alcohol needs alcohol. They must continue to drink. Otherwise, they can die. (laughs) All right, everybody. Happy New Year. I love you, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide.